You know you've got to sing along. Don't you know? This is the Cabinets HR Podcast, hosted by Jason Cabinets. Join Jason as he talks to small business owners, founders, and people in tech, startups, and HR. If you fall into one of these categories or are just curious about them, then this is the podcast for you. You will gain great insights from these great conversations. The Cabinets HR Podcast is brought to you by Cabinets HR. At Cabinets HR, we deliver HR to companies with 49 or fewer people by automating the HR process. We believe that you don't need a full-time HR person to receive full-time HR expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Cabinets HR live stream. So I haven't done this in a while, but back when I first started the Cabinets HR podcast, I did episode zero which kind of explained everything that I want to do with the podcast. Then episode 50, I did an update on the first 50 episodes, but I haven't done one for a while. So this is going to be episode 138. It's actually going to be pushed out next Monday, uh, Monday, uh, March 9th. As you can see behind me, we've actually set up a, um, what I'm calling a pack, podcast slash live stream studio here in the bunker last space here in WeWork. And so on this podcast, I'm going to do a quick update what's been going on with Kevin HR with myself and why Kevin HR got started. So back in 2015, when I was getting ready to retire from the military, back then they would, they would tell you, you know, go on LinkedIn, try to find a job. So I'm on LinkedIn for trying to find a job, connecting with people. So let's talk about that first, transitioning from the military. So the thing I'm going to talk about today is uh, my transition, going back to transition military, how I start, got started in startups, how I found out about Bunker Labs, Kevin's HR, the podcast, and other items. So in the transitions from the military, one thing I did, I, I knew I wanted to do HR in either the Seattle area, Dallas, Austin, or San Antonio. So I reached out to HR directors in those cities and basically asked, you know, hey, HR director, or whatever the name was, my name is Jason Cabinets. I'm retired from military. Can you tell me how to, how to transition from military HR to civilian HR? They were asking for a job. I reached out to 200 people, 50 actually contacted me and, and, and helped me out. So I just, during the same time period, I'm reaching out to people. A guy named Mark and Rowe reaches out to me on LinkedIn. And he says, hey, Jason, my name is Mark and Rowe. I have a startup called Myron Fold. Can you tell me how the military is going to help you find a job? Because my startup's going to help you know military veterans and college graduates find find jobs. How can I go about doing this? I was like, well, he said, can you can we meet in person and do this? And I said, well, sure. But one question: What is a startup? Like I had no idea what a startup was. I mean, what the concept was at all. So you know, he laughed. We met up. He explained all things startup to me. You know, product market fit, scaling minimal viable product, all that kind of stuff. And a light bulb goes off my head. Like, hey, Mark, you never talk about HR. Why is that? You know, he said, well, you know, startups, you know, we don't do HR. We know if we're focused on scaling, product market fit, et cetera, et cetera. Another light bulb goes off my head. I'm like, hey, Mark, you know, this sounds pretty interesting. I know you can't pay me because you don't have any funding yet, but you should let me join your startup and learn how to do all this stuff and I'll do HR for you later on. And he's like, that's interesting. Let me think about it. But me being me, I like pretty much hired myself. I started going to meetings, started building products, started doing networking stuff for him, you know, pretty much, you know, dove straight into the HR tech startup scene in Seattle. And, you know, like most startups didn't make it, 
But the two years I was with the Myron Fold, I, I, like I said, I did everything except for code and design. And during those two years, I noticed like actually like pretty much no startup had HR. I mean, some did, the one with funding, you know, A or B or C around funding. Some of them had it, but most didn't. So I was thinking, you know, this startup stuff is pretty fun and interesting. And, you know, during this time period, I had two quote unquote real jobs that I just didn't really like, you know, this didn't, didn't fit me, whatever, you know. So, that, but that's another story. So maybe this might be something I can do. So anyway, that's how you do your, you know, your business research. So according to the Small Business Administration, there's over 5 million small companies in the United States. Most don't have HR because a person like me is going to be like fifty to $100,000 or more plus benefits. Small business can't afford that. And then you have the uh, HR consultants who we like to say uh, overcharge under the deliver. They charge from $100 to $500. And all they do is, you know, tell you what you need to do. Don't, don't do anything for you. And at Cabinet's HR, you know, we, we really don't want to do, we want to disrupt the HR consultants. We want to put them out of business, but we'll talk about that later. And so, you know, they tell you, you know, validate your idea. So we talked to 331 small business owners uh, over a uh, course of six months. And it's more detailed than this, but basically we asked them where they pay for HR, if it was affordable and did what they wanted. 71% said yes, 19% said no, 10% said they would never waste money on HR. But on that, I thought it was enough to you know, go on, you know. And so the biggest challenge with building Kevin's HR has been the tech piece. But first, let me tell you what we want to do at Kevin's HR. So the plan is, and we're for 49 people or less. The reason I say people is because it's employees and contracts that we're going to do work, work for, for both of them. So like we're onboarding employees, onboarding contractors. So the vision is you sign up for, for an account, you sign in, we give you a two-pager called HR Laws, also labor posters based on your location. As a HR is different based on you know, different locations. And then we give you a, a HR handbook, an employee handbook. I believe most HR people would just give like a template, same handbook regardless of size of the company or where you're at. Ours is going to be tailored for each company. So each small business owner or his representative is going to have to answer like 10 questions. You're going to have to give your values, a welcome message, closing message. How many days off can you give employees and you know other items? And then the employee handbook and the um, HR policies will both be sent digitally to the employees or the contractors, to the employees of the company where they sign them. So employees will sign the handbook, the acknowledgement, and some other forms. We're also going to do job descriptions and onboarding. And we're going to do what we're calling responsive HR advice, where you might send a message on our Cabinet HR platform and say, hey, Cabinet HR, Tom hasn't been working five days. What do we do? And we walk you through it based on your location and other items. And then, you know, another, I think a better question would be Cabinet HR. Mary, you know, has been with us a year. She's not working out right. Well, she's not going to working out well. She's failed a performance from her plan. She's toxic. You know, we're going to let her go next week. Everything's documented. You know, everything, everything's documented. We're going to let her go next week, but she told us today she's pregnant. And, and I think most HR people or most people in general will tell you as long as your um, everything is documented, go ahead and let that person go. But Kevin's HR of them are like, okay, no one's going to care or believe that she's a horrible worker. They're just going to see that you're, hiring, that you're getting rid of a pregnant female and your employer brand is going to take a massive hit. So how do you work through that? Another thing at Kevin's HR we want to be what we call the uh, HR of yes or HR of, 
new HR versus old HR and HR no. What I mean by this is HR of old would be, you know, you might ask the HR person in charge, hey, HR person, what's going on marketing? And they're like, well, I don't work in marketing. That's not my business. Or, hey, HR person, this employee needs to talk to you, but they can't get you under after five o'clock. The HR person would say, well, I get off work at five. I don't want to tell you. You know, and the old HR always finds a reason to say no. It's all about compliance. If, it, you know, if the rule says this, there's no change in the rule no matter what. In old HR, if you bring somebody to them that's actually going to improve the company, improve RRI, and actually makes the HR person's job easier, they will, always, they will always say no because it takes a little bit more work from them to do it at first. For new HR, which we're trying to do, and there's a lot of new HR people out there who are trying to do great things with HR, we're more like, okay, new HR, you know, everything going on in your company. If you're in a manufacturing plant or seafood plant, whatever the case may be, you're walking, you're walking, you're walking around through people. You believe in compliance, you know, it's important, but you also know, you know, trying to say yes is important too. So you don't break any laws, don't break any rules, but you try to get to, to the yes. And another example of old HR is, let's suppose you have a person in your company and they're your best worker, not even close. By 10 years, they're your best worker. Then for some reason, they miss work for five days and no one knows who this person is. And you have a policy that says, if anyone misses five days of work with no excuse or no, no, no hearing from them, they automatically got fired. Well, your old HR person is going to say, well, fire them no matter what. But the new HR person would say, well, I know the rule says we have to fire them after five days with no communication or the case may be. But can we at least find out why they didn't come to work? Because it doesn't seem like them. They've been our best worker for 10 years. So what happened? You know, maybe they had a bad wreck. Maybe they're on the side of the highway. Maybe they're on the side of the mountain. So to me, those are examples of new HR and old HR. And there's a lot of people doing, doing some great things in new HR. And so the plan with Kevin's HR, we want to be a national company across, across the nation. And so the plan would be, you know, based on, based on location or based on states, is to have companies in each state. Of course, right now we're just focused on the Seattle Tacoma area. The plan is we have like you say, like 10 companies in Kansas, 10 in Texas, 10 in North Dakota, where the case would be, and we'll have HR people in each state taking care of those companies. Now, one thing we have to figure out too is that it's maybe just by state, it's maybe by state and industry, or maybe region, industry, or state, you know, stuff like that. So we got to figure that out. But the master plan is to have HR people, at least in each state, and hopefully in each location moving, moving forward. And so the, the biggest challenge has been the tech piece. So when I first started out, you know, I built like a website using IM Creator. It was just like a front, front, end, um, front end landing page, so to speak. Nowhere near the depth and quality. And, you know, basically I needed a platform or a database type platform. So nowhere close to that. Then I found some freelancers. It was like two or three of them. Paid them some pretty good money. Told them, told them what I wanted. They repeated to me exactly what I said. And of course, you know, they built something completely different. Some money down the drain there. And then, as I think on New Tech Tacoma here in Seattle, in Tacoma, I mean, and you know, at the beginning, everyone gets to stand up and say stuff. So this guy stood up. He said, hey, my name is Ken. And I'm a software developer instructor at this local college. I need products for my students. So I was like, ding, 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 here I am. And so the, the, the class was eight weeks long for three students. I believe they were sophomores or juniors. 
And basically, it's 40 hours a week for eight weeks. And basically, they just redid the, um, the landing page. So, okay, that's, that's fine. But then I went to the capstone course, which was the second part. And this one is like seniors, six months long, 40 hours a week, four students, and they had to pass to graduate. Somehow, it seemed like they did less than the first, than the first group did, right? What was really frustrating at this time, at this time, at the beginning of the capstone, I actually found a, an actual CTO who was in the Air Force, great guy. And so when he first started out, he's just a regular developer, right? He's not the superstar he was, he's turning to be. So at the time he's in Georgia, you know, not, you know, not really busy. He said, hey, Jason, let me build a side out. I can do it, you know, literally split, no problem. You know, like, no, you know, no, let, let the interns do their job and you do the, you know, CTO stuff. So if I would have let him build a site, it would have probably been built out by now. So during the six months of time, the students did nothing really. And, you know, I didn't, and I didn't let the CTO do anything. So the six months is up, you know, nothing's really built. And then when I, okay, I told you, okay, I closed it. Okay. No, when you know, I made a mistake. No, let's see if you can build it. But that time during this time period, he was with me like a year, a year. He was in Georgia, Silicon Valley, Boston, Kuwait, and then went to Colorado Springs in 12 months. They're doing different things. So at the time, I like I kind of finally got smart and said, maybe, maybe you should build it. His job, he was like, got put in for charge of 200 developers, like all kind of crazy stuff, right? And so me and him parted ways because he, I mean, he didn't have time at all, you know, do anything, you know. So then during this time period, I actually found another CTO who was a perfect fit, you know, great guy and all. But yeah, but he also had a startup. And this time period, he was in between jobs. So we both thought he would have some time for Kevin's HR. But in the same time period, he had another job where he had even more responsibility. And he thought he'd be only working like 40 hours a week, but, no, but he's actually like working way more than that. So, you know, he was out, unfortunately, you know. So, you know, more time down the drain. In the same time period, I literally, I've had, I've talked to at least, at least hundreds of developers and designers. And the challenge is always as a startup, you don't have no money to pay anyone, right? And they're out of college or out of design school, out of coding school. And of course they won't get paid, which is understandable, you know, because as a startup, you know, even though you can tell them, make all these promises and blase, blase and say, hey, you put on your resume, be in a portfolio, I'll give you, you know, X amount of equity in the company. I mean, that's the same as telling someone, you can see that pot of gold and then the rainbow, you're going to get it. Well, you're probably not right. And one thing I've been thinking through, like, through a lot of people in Canvas HR, and it seems like everyone leaves around six months to one six month mark, right? Either because they find another job, or they either get bored of me, or tired of me, or they're thinking nothing's going to come of it. So I've, I've talked to plenty of recruiters, not recruiters, but uh, developers and designers, especially designers. And actually, in my point of view, designers have been harder to get than actual developers. It's here in the Seattle area. They get paid pretty much the same. And of course, being in Seattle, some people say, well, you're in Seattle. There's all those developers there. It should be easy to find one. Well, the challenge is Amazon, Microsoft, Expedia, you know, all these other companies snap them up real fast. Or they can make a whole lot of money just, just freelancing. So that's been a challenge. And then, and then so now I finally found a, um, I'm outsourcing everything through a company called Thrifty Sprout uh, here at a WeWork Labs in Seattle. And I've known the, the owner, the, the co-owner, co-CEO for a couple of years. 
So I'm using them right now. I've been pretty happy with them. And with them, you also give me a product developer and then uh, two developers is really building it out. And then for the and actually, so I was thinking of my for redesign everything. So I was able to get Flatiron School, which is a design school headquarters out of Chicago, New York. But they have a, a, a office or a class or a course here in that we work here and that I work out of in Seattle. So like the past months, month three students have been working my site for me, just doing different user testing. I had to provide them 15 users, but they've like, you know, we're gonna get new colors, new logo. You know, they tested all that, did the wireframes. This has been a really, really good experience. And also during this time frame, and like I tell people, you know, with HR, we know we're not selling donuts or selling candy bars. It's gonna take a lot of touches. So we've been all over social media. And like, obviously we're not a Gary Vee or Don, John Lee Dumas or Neil Patel or anybody like that. But I think we've done a decent job. We, uh, we do this weekly podcast. When I started the podcast, it was like, it was a good experience, but I had no idea what I was doing. You know, um, I had just, a, you know, just the basics. You know, when editing team came to editing for, I would only do a 20 minute podcast at the beginning. Like it took me like three or four hours to edit a 20 minute podcast. But back then I was like editing out every single, uh, every single noise. Now I finally learned how to put the podcast editing on like double speed. You know, it's like you listen to a podcast on double speed. I edit the same way and I just catch some major stuff. So that's been a really big help as far as, um, editing the podcast. Been meeting a lot of great people in the podcast, a lot of great guests. And a lot of people say, well, how do you get all these guests? I'm like, you know, I just ask. So I think, I think the rate is 50, 50, 50 people say yes, 50 people say no. And then if people, 50 people say yes, use by 10 or 15, 15 of them drop out, you know, for whatever reason. And it seems like a lot of people like the questions I ask or the content I put out on the podcast, but really it's just, I just ask questions that I want to have answered myself. So I don't try to get, you know, too fancy. And I try to focus the podcast on the actual guests to let them shine, so to speak. And, um, and I originally did a podcast. It was a Kevin Chaitra podcast where I talked to people, founders, small business owners, people in tech, starts in HR. That was like way too vague. So then I changed that to the Kevin Chaitra podcast where we talked to founders, small business owners, and other interesting people. And so the podcast, when it first started off, it, it did okay, right? Another thing I think I do good on the podcast is the social media push. Also, I do, we do a good social media push, period. We're on, you know, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, the blog, the live streams. And a lot of people say, well, that's too much. You should only be on one. But uh, I disagree. I'm more of the um, Gary V model and other people, you know, more content, more content, more content. Especially with a business like, man, you never know where you, where you, you, you can get that touch from. And with social media, I know a lot of people have, told, have said, well, how do you do this on social media? It's not like I'm, you know, posting every little thing myself. Those tools out there you can use, like I use a tool called SmartEQ, which allows me to um, schedule content as far as I want to, as many times as I want to. And also on, on uh, Facebook, there's a new thing called create, creator Content Creator or Creator Studio, something like that. And let's you schedule your Instagram post out for as far as that you want to. And I think you just got to do, do a good job of scheduling them out and, and doing that. And also for the, um, for the podcast, it is, so since I was able to speed up the editing process, it takes me like an hour the most to do 
a 30 minute uh, podcast. I know I'm actually doing 35, 45 minute in- interviews. And so the podcast, they've really been, I think, paying off well. So in my mind, this is the 138th podcast. So let me backtrack. So we just built this live stream studio here in Bunker Labs, in the real workspace and actually the very the resident resident space in rework labs. Not rework labs, but we work. So basically when I first started out, you know, it was just a microphone, the, you know, the headphone, not even just a microphone and, the, and a computer. Now I've steadily built it up, built it up. Now I have like the Sherm SM7Bs. I have mine, one for me and there's one for the guests that part of the way. And so plan is to do the, do the podcast with people across the nation, but to bring people in the Seattle area here into the, the we'll call the um, podcast studio here in Veterans and Residence, Residence and have a one-on-one conversation. So do the live stream during the week and then repup, repost that or we repurp, repurpose it as a podcast video, podcast audio and video later on. And so one thing I do, I'm a city leader at Bunker Labs. And Bunker Labs, what we do, we have military veterans and military spouses on the entrepreneur journey or start companies because there's a lot of stuff out there for you no know, veterans or, you know, find a job or mental illness or PTSD or whatever the case be. There's really nothing out there for um, a entrepreneurial journey. So we help them with that. And then with Bunker Labs, we have a partnership with WeWork called Veterans and Residents. And for Veterans and Residents, WeWork gives 10 military spouses or military veterans free space. And I believe it's going to be 22 cities in the next cohort. So free space for six months and a rework Across and when the reworks across the nation, and the access to all the uh, rework resources and bunker labs resources. So here in Seattle, we're finishing our fourth cohort. Well, it actually ends June thirty first, but we're taking applications for cohort number five right now. We take any type of business from our DFAs to actually one of the members right now is actually raised like five point two million dollars in funding already. We take you know financial advisors. VC-backed businesses, software tech. We've had uh, nonprofits and all, all across the yard. And one thing different about the veterans and residents is like, we'll say YC Common Air or Tech Stars. They're pretty much the same thing, recently repeat all the time. You know, you, you, you're a startup. You know, you got to build, you got to build a product. You got to get the MVP. You got to validate it. And you got to raise funds. So over and over the same thing. Where with us, like I said, we have a, like in the current cohort, we have a, a, a gaming, somebody's from a gaming company, a photography, a chiropractor, a tax accounting for cryptocurrency companies, an import export business. And so we're all in, all in different freight, all in different phases. And so how do you mentor those people? But like I said, we're currently taking applications for VR across, across the United States. I'm in the charge of one here in Seattle. So if you're interested in applying for the one in Seattle, just reach out to me. I'm, I'm pretty easy to find on social media. But my email is um, jason.cavness at bunkerlabs.org or just uh, send me a, a message on one of the um, social media links at Jason. I'm at Jason Cavness or Kevin HR. So back to the company. So the, 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 the hard piece has been the tech piece, right? And also another hard piece is, and this is my fault, and I'm doing, I'm doing a better job of it, is Convincing people that I'm not an HR consultant, that we just want to, that we want to be a national HR company, HR tech startup. That we actually want to do is we want to put HR consultants out of business. 
Because as we believe, we they overcharge another, another level of value. And so for those of you who know what Blue Ocean, Red Ocean strategy is, Red Ocean is being, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of competition in the Red Ocean and you're going to get destroyed. And Blue Ocean is like, you promise only one. So we consider the HR Cassons are, are, are Blue Ocean. And another advantage we think we're going to have, you know, most HR companies and most HR Cassons, they have websites from the 1980s. Besides the word um, HR, you have no idea what they do. You have no idea what they charge. And you just have generally no idea what we're going to get from them. And one thing you want to do be at Kevin's HR, we want to be 100% digital, everything through the cloud, so to speak, use technology. So people will sometimes say, well, hey, Jason, who's your, like, your perfect customer? Who are you looking for? And I usually say, well, let me tell you who my customer, who my perfect customer is not. So if you don't have a website, you're probably not for us. If you have an AOL email, you're probably not for us. If you expect us to be in your place of business, you know, 20 hours, three hours a week, you're probably not for us. If you expect us to like print out hard copies of everything, you're probably not for us. Because like I say, we want to digitize everything. Because most, I believe most HR people, HR people, HR clients will tell you that it has to be delivered through high touch points and high interactions. And we believe it can be measured, be delivered through low touch points and lower interactions. Like we don't have to be in your place of business four hours a day. You can easily send us a message on a platform or we'll easily answer it. So we're going to do, do basic HR compliance, handbooks, policies, job descriptions, all, all done online using the questions the, the business owner or the business owner representative will answer. Do onboarding for both contractors and employees. Cause like we'll tell people like, it's not our, our, our business, what your philosophy is on, you know, illegal immigration, undoc- undocumented workers, anything like that. The fact remains, if you hire someone, they have to be authorized to work in the United States. So we'll do that for you. Also, response to HR advice. And then we have partnerships with, with different companies. We have a partnership with People Keep for benefits. They also do a, so they do benefits for companies before and now less people. And how they do it, like most insurance is like, you no, know, one size fit all. Whatever one person gets, everyone has to get. So how People Keep works is, and I really like the idea and how it does it. As a business owner, you decide the premium limit for your people. So we'll say it's 500 for married people, married people with families, and 250 for single. But, and so the, your, your employees will go out and, and find everything themselves, right? Their, their insurance, their health care, whatever the case may be. The example I could use, if, you're, if you don't have any kids, you don't really care about having you know, daycare. If you don't work out, you don't care about having the you know, gym membership as a benefit. So each person gets their own benefits and they pay for it out of pocket. And as long as it doesn't go the limit you set, they pay for it. They send you the receipts of the Zane benefit. I'm not Zane benefits. It used to be called Zane benefits. They pay you, they send the receipt, and then the people keep platform. The company actually gets a pre-tax benefit because of the way it's set up. You're also working on partnership with a background company, do background checks for our people. And we're working on a, a partnership with a company called Pay Factors that let people know how much they, they should be paying their people. So for the podcast, like I said, it's going to work very well. For the podcast, you push it out on the, um, you know, all, all the um, regular platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Deezer. We also do YouTube and Twitch. And then also push it out on Snapchat and Instagram. 
And so back to Kevin's HR, lately, you know, I've been trying to reach out to investors and, you know, uh, doing a lot of trying to, you know, do pitch competition, stuff like that. I mean, mainly focused in Seattle as far as like trying to find investors that's talking to people. But I'm, I'm, I started going to San Francisco pretty soon too, just to build a relationship down there. And for the podcasting, when I first started back in September 2017, I started as a way to, you know, to market cabinets HR, but it's paying off in ways that I never imagined. So for example, my board advisors came from being on the podcast. So I interviewed this guy named Todd Dean. He's like, a, he's being charged of Courage Reform here in um, Seattle. Creature Form is, like, is an worldwide angel investor form. And he was a VC for a while. And he's like semi-retired out, out of Idaho. And so we did an interview talking about the company. And he called me like a couple months later, asked how the company was doing. I said, you know, it could be better. You know, I'm you know, still, you know, trying to get my, you know, try to figure things out. And he asked me, well, who's on your board of advisors? And I was like, what is a board of advisors? What is this you're talking about? So, you know, so he explained to me. He said, let me be on your board of advisors. And, you know, you use me to you know, get more people. And so everyone from the board of advisors came from being on the podcast. Todd Dean, Matt Burns, who's an HR tech expert out of Vancouver, Canada. Kevin Goldsmith, who's the uh, former VP of engineer, former VP of engineer at Spotify. The current Spotify platform, he built that. He's been at Microsoft, Adobe, other places. And then Dr. D. Anthony Miles, who was the um, was a startup marketing expert out of San Antonio. He's published, I think, literally dozens of books. Everyone who's been associated with Kevin's HR some kind of way, either as a mentor or helper or actually working with Kevin's HR has all come from being a guest on the podcast some kind of way. So that's really paid off. And so, um, so Kevin's HR, the business idea came from, like I said, from the auto startups and I have an HR. And so one thing like we're doing the business research for time I learned is estimated each year small business loses $27 billion because of bad HR. This can be from, you know, not filling position quickly enough, lawsuits, compliance, you know, a host of other items, right? And so, if they're just from that, just, you know, trying to fix that problem. And that comes out to uh, each small business losing $10,000 a year per employee. If you base it on the $27 billion and the gross natural product pushed out by the company's 49 or less. And the reason we picked 49 or less that's, that's, that's not a random number. Most complicated HR laws start at 50. Like, you know, Obamacare, Family Leave Care Act, pretty much every complicated law starts at 50. And I wanted to focus on foreign or less to validate the idea at first. And HR is different in each location. Of course, we'll say the most complicated HR like are in California, Washington, New York. And then there, so like thing in the state of Washington, and I, I know I'll probably get this number wrong, but the state of Washington is like eight extra HR laws and like 10 extra labor posters. Or I think I want to say the state of Idaho, everything's the same. Matter of fact, in the state of Idaho, when you click on state of Idaho uh, HR laws or labor posters, it just sends the link to the national ones. So HR, tomorrow basically lose $27 million a year. So that's a big problem. And the solution we want to help, we want to, our solution wants to be like the pretty much uh, deliver HR to 49 people. Companies with four nine or less are providing a um, automated solution or a cloud-based solution, and there are there are a lot of competitors. There's like seven two hundred competitors in the space, anywhere from one person HR clients with a few customers to corporations like ADP and Paychex. And so the the 
total available market is $257 million. That's like everything HR related. Cause one thing I don't know if people realize how complex, how, how much is HR is recruiting, payroll, culture, lease and coaching, employee benefits, all that stuff comes like $257 million. And then our uh, addressable market is $22 billion. That's the HR consultant market in the United States. And all this we got from Dun and Bradstreet and uh, anything in any time research. And then for us, the serviceable addressable market, I believe is the correct term, is we're going to target the HR consultants from the state of Texas West. And that's like $652 million. So that's who we're going after, after first. But interesting note, of the 7,200 companies doing HR, the top 50 account for 70% of their revenue. And of course, you know, we, we can't go with that first. Because there's, there's a book I read last year called um, Disrupting Technology or Innovative Technology or Innovative Disruption, something like that. And basically it said, you know, go after the market that the big dogs are, are, are not, you know, not serving right, you know. And most of the big companies, ADP, paychecks, those kind of companies, they're not serving the 49 or less, less um, market. They say they do, like they say they're marketing to them. They're really not. And a perfect example of this, and I forgot to say this earlier. When I was doing the business research and validating, you know, the business idea, at the same time, my cousin owns a company in the San Antonio area had grew I mean, really fast, right? And so she tried the HR consultant route. Because, you know, she's smart. She knows she needs HR. So she tried the HR consultant route. It was like two, three, four dollars an hour. And basically, person said, hey, you know, you need an employee handbook and, and this other HR stuff. So my cousin was like, okay, well, you know, when can I get it from you? And the HR consultant, oh, no, no, I don't do that for you. I just go saw you. You have to build it yourself. My cousin, well, can you tell me how to do it? Well, and, and the person actually, well, you know, you can, you know, Google it, whatever, you know. And so, you know, my cousin fired the person on the spot pretty much, you know. And then she went to uh, one of the big companies, ADP, PHX, one of those. And then, like, it would take like two to three weeks to even reply, you know, send, send an email, send a phone call, whatever, take two or three weeks, right? And so I went to the website and it said on there, you know, we, you know, we do HR for large companies. Even though they marketed to small companies, they send their website, we do HR for, for large companies. And so it was like, okay, you got to find someone else, you know, either an internal HR person, which I believe you've hired an internal HR person now, because they've grown like way over 50 people. She's grown a great company. But this is an example. What we're, what we're trying to fix at Kevin's HR. So like I say, we've been through a lot of people, designers, developers, under designers, we never had a designer actually. Through a lot of developers, we've had a salesperson, marketing people, just, you know, hundreds of people, not hundreds of people, maybe not, maybe not that many. Like I remember yesterday, I went to my Slack, looked at all the people who have been deactivated and it has been a lot. So my, my current team is, um, Myself, Daniela Young, she's doing like the culture stuff for me. Daniela, she has, you know, she's doing the culture hacking podcast. She puts the, I like, I joke, I like to tell, like, I'm an introvert, INFJ, and she puts the capital E in extrovert. Then we have Jess McCarthy, who has a lot of marketing sales experience. She's the chief revenue officer. And one thing, too, at Kevin's HR, we're going to be, I'm trying to be a diverse remote company. So, of course, me, um, Daniela and our UX designer are, are in Seattle. Jess is in Rhode Island. Our product developer, who's with us from Thirsty Sprout, been six months in um, India, six months in Connecticut. 
one software developer is in Mexico, one's in Russia. And then we have Danielle Boots. Hopefully I'm saying her last name right. She was actually uh, kind of sort of worked for me when I was in the military at Fort Lewis. So she's our HR operations and analytics director. So basically she's helping to build, all, build up all the HR products, HR services for me. Because one thing about the platform, even though everything's going to be automated, we're going to have to build all the products like manual first and then automatic, automate it from those manual processes, which is going to be, you know, a painstaking process. But a good thing with HR, everything you should only change around the month of January if you change it at all. And then I know I'm going to kind of go in all over the place with all this. Another thing with Kevin HR, suppose a company signs up, this is March, suppose a company signs up March 1st, we give all the documents. And they will say in May, the minimum, the minimum wage law changes in your state or in that location. Most HR people, most HR companies, or much employee handbook people would charge you for a completely new handbook. With us, that can be, be included in the price. Now, for the price, that request has been changed like, you know, numerous times to us trying to get pricing right. That's always a challenge, especially when you first starting out. So right now the pricing is for one of ten for one of ten people is two hundred dollars a month. Eleven or nineteen, three hundred dollars a month, twenty to thirty-four, four hundred dollars a month, and thirty-five to forty-nine, five hundred dollars a month. And that's that's you know, everyone included. It's not per person, it's everyone included. And of course you get a discount if you pay up front. Um so a lot of a lot of competition, same to competitors. And like I said, we've done a real good job on social media. Like, you know, we have like getting like 900 downloads a day on the podcast from the beginning. It's actually like a thousand per day since for about six weeks ago. I have a pretty good um, following on social media, on us, you know, Snapchat, Instagram, those kind of things. So pretty doing a pretty good job on that. So this is the 130th episode of the Kevin HR podcast. Just doing the live stream, also doing an Instagram live. Like I said, the plan is to continue to do podcasts with people like out of across the nation, across the world, but bringing people in the Seattle area to come do these live streams in person, and then we repurpose it as a podcast later on, just to put more podcasts, more content out there, and also like build stronger relationships with people here in the Seattle area. Um, trying to think of what's what to cover on here. Oh yeah, so been putting for pitch competitions for accelerators and incubators. Been putting for tech stars, YC Commentary. You know, got it closed down for both because the challenge is we don't have any traction. We have three three paying customers. We have fifty people who say they're going to sign up once the platform's done. But of course, that can mean anything to all fifty pay, all fifty say they want to be users. To you know, everyone just ghosting me, right? And so the traction is really not where we want it to be at. But we're really counting when the platform's done to you know start doing that. And of course, we got to start doing a better job. Of, I have to do a better job of doing sales. I always find an excuse not to do sales. I not I have to do a better job of that. And then so lost my train of train of thought. So the podcast, the website. Oh yeah, the um. And so also we look for pitch competitions to go into right. So last year, I, I want to say September October, I put in to do the uh, veterans shark tank pitch competition. So that in, in, did that in D.C. last year. Got a lot of good of um, feedback on that. Didn't make it to the finals, though. 
And then I put in to the, do the hatch, hatch pitch competition last week, put in for the, um, rice business school pitch competition, things called veterans business challenge. I talked to some people, they said I had a, a strong, we had a strong, um, applications, but haven't heard from them. And then we also, um, applied to the Hofstra, Hofstra University of Long Island, Hofstra University Veterans Ventures Challenge. So with that, 100 startups uh, applied. We made it around a 21. So we have a call with them on Wednesday. And I think they decided, I don't know if they decided on the call, what else they had to decide, how they decide the final 10. But if we make the final 10, we get to go to a Hofstra Venture Capital Entrepreneur Bootcamp from June 15th to June 19th like a final, the final 10 companies, they pay for the, um, the housing and stuff like that. And you also get a pitch. We make the final 10. And so first the total, the top three, um, startups get a hundred thousand dollars combined. I think the first place is 42,000. Another thing we did too, we were going to, we, uh, gonna have a unique value proposition now. Thanks to Jess McCarthy for that. So then used to be Kevin's HR delivers HR to companies and foreign analysts people. It's now going to be Kevin's HR and focus on your business. We've got your HR, whatever you're like. We're also redoing our logo. And the logo before is just, you know, cabinets and HR in a circle. Now it's going to be cabinets, uh, like a kind of clock with HR with hours recovered on there to kind of, um, cause we want to focus on hours where we, we're going to recover for small business owners. I believe small business owners without HR spend like 10, 20 hours a week. So we want to save that from them too. And then, also for the um, podcast, we're probably going to start trying to do advertising pretty soon, try to monetize it. I still think I probably need to get up to like maybe a thousand downloads a day. I'm at 800 downloads a day. So I might wait until I have a thousand downloads a day and see how the live stream is off. But if you're interested in, in, in advertising the Chemistry Show podcast, reach out to me. So this has been a lot of fun. Um, I'm not, I'm not, you know, this has been a lot of fun. I'm gonna get, you know, I'll probably do more of these as we go on. And also, also, we also do the uh, weekly live stream on Wednesdays where I talk about a topic important to small business, three to five minutes. So be on look, be on look out for that also. So you can reach me on Jason Cavanis, you know, across social media and also Cavanis HR across social media. You can reach out, connect me or anyone on the Cavanis HR team. We also do a weekly newsletter, which is tied into a live stream where, you know, we, you know, talk about important to small business. So you'd like to be on that or know we try to us too. Well, the actual website, we were redesigning that. So if you go to, uh, you know, Kevin's HR right now, you probably can get on there because, you know, we, you know, we doing all that. One thing is Thursday's Friday, we moved from Google Cloud Platform to Amazon Web Services, which is actually a, a better long run, long-term thing, I believe. So thank you for your time today. I know it's a lot. You kind of, I know I kind of rambled today, but, um, if you're interested to be on the podcast, let me know. If you're in the Seattle area and you want to be a live stream, let me know. So if you're in the Seattle area, you want to do a live stream, how the live stream works. Like right now, this is going to, I have it set up on my camera on Instagram Live. And on, on the Zoom and using a tool called Restream, it's going live on my Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. And, and one more that I can't think of. And if you're here, here with me on the iPad, we'll set you up where... You can log into YouTube or Facebook, whatever your social media is, and using Restream, it'll also live stream to your to your platforms too at the same time. And also, I, I didn't do it today. At least I don't think I did it today. Uh, Restream has a chat where you can actually answer questions while stuff is going on on here.
Actually, let me pull up my Facebook to see if anyone asked any questions real fast. But if anybody said anything, I actually make sure if it's even working. Okay, so it is working. Actually, this is took longer than I thought it was. Someone talking like forty-four minutes, which is seems like only talk for twenty minutes. But oh well. So, like I said, I know I was rambling on and on about different things. Just want to give a, a quick update on everything. So, 138th um, episode of Kevin's Nature Podcast. This will be pushed out, you know, officially on Monday. If you want to be a guest for me, know. If you know anyone who needs HR services, let me know also. You know, our platforms may be ready, ready pretty soon. Like I said, we're going to do a, we'll provide you HR laws, labor posters. And that's more thing. Like there's companies out there who will charge like hundreds of dollars for labor posters. Even if you don't get it from us, you, you just, you can go to your state department of labor and they'll send you the labor, labor posters, right? Don't pay hundreds of dollars per labor poster. Just go to your department of labor and do, and, you know, get it from them. So with us, you know, we do, we've seen the links of labor posters. So that's one, the one thing too, that is different. So the, these companies that charge you a lot of money and the department of labor or industries, they're seeing the actual posters. We're only going to send you the links so you can print out the posters because we're not going to print them out and send them to you. It's not something we do, but definitely don't pay for it, you know. And the labor posters, you definitely put them out in a place your employees can see. And the HR laws, it tells you HR laws you got to follow from one to four, one to 49 employees because pretty much every law, even if you have one person, you got to follow it. Even those yourself, technically, you're supposed to follow it. So, like, pose, you're a one person company, you're technically and legally supposed to put up all the labor posters where you can see them. You know, so we've seen that to you. So, labor posters, HR laws based on location. Then we've seen the questions for the handbooks and from the handbook question to HR policies. And then using a cycle of one net and the API, we do the job descriptions for you. Same process as a labor post, not the same process as the handbooks and the HR policies. And then the onboarding, response to HR advice, partnerships for the health, health benefits and ben, health benefits, healthcare, background checks, and salary compensation. We also, and Dana Young also does the culture for us as upsell. It's not included in the money in the, in the price. But she'll do a, a free call, a free consultation with you once you join Kevin's HR and determine you know, how your culture is, any improvements you can make. And later on, or like way down the road, we're also going to do recruiting and other, 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 like, other than like that. And it's like right now, the plans have Kevin's HR, but long term, the plans be Kevin's HR, Kevin's recruiting, Kevin's media, Kevin's analytics, all this kind of stuff, you know? So, something along, I want to, so with lack of a better example, you know, something like the Gary V model, you know, like the Vayner X, you know, Kevin's X, you no know, Vayner, this, Kevin's that is like it's a long term plan. But right now, the focus is on Kevin's HR and getting the, the money for Kevin's HR and, you know, getting the customers and the fundraiser we need to make Kevin's a community want, we want it to be. And also, like I said, at Kevin's HR, I want to be a diverse and real company because if I just had come people in Seattle, we will kind of, you know, degrade the talent pool. If I was just like in Seattle, I want to have like half the team right now. I also want to be a diverse team, you know, just for the business cases. I think stats show that businesses that are diverse bringing more money and more profitable, you know, on and on and on. So once again, thank you for those who've been with us from the very first podcast, episode zero. Thank you to all my guests. One thing I did at episode 50, I actually read off all the, all the guests I had, you know, that's probably, 
I thought about doing that for this one, but it's probably too much to read off. 138 guests for the podcast. And one thing I also do on the podcast, like when I release a, a podcast on Monday, I always repurpose it, right? So a new podcast gets put out every Monday, but every, so this is 138, every 130 days, an old podcast gets, gets pushed out on my social media. So I just want to do that as a way to like, you know, thank the people for being a guest on my podcast. So once again, want to be a podcast guest, let me know for either myself, the Kevin Central podcast, which I guess I forgot to say this. I'm actually repurposing the Kevin Central podcast into the Jason Kevin's experience. So along, along the, the Joe Rogan and um, Gary V models, let me call it the Jason Kevin's experience. So that way I can have like longer conversations. I'll still talk to small business owners and founders, but I really want to start talking to like more interesting people outside the world of, of startups, like more other people. And before I would never really talk about HR and on the Jason Kevin's, Jason Kevin's experience, one of the questions is going to be either talk about a chime that you had an interesting HR challenge, how you work your way through it, or why is HR important or why is HR not important? And then from the HR question, it was, it was to be talk about a challenge you had in HR or, or why is HR important? For those um, answer, question answers, I'm going to save those and we're going to make a, either like a video library or a book to publish later on using those. So right now my designer who, who will become, who's coming on is going to re, redo the, um, the logo for Kevin's HR podcast or Jason Kevin's experience and also the cover art. So probably, hopefully by the end of March, we'll be pushing out the Jason Kevin's experience versus Kevin's HR podcast. But basically we know change. Don't have to subscribe or do anything over. Just be, you know, um, plug and play, so to speak, is what I understand from the people at ACAST, my um, podcast platform. So, like, suppose it's Kevin's HR podcast on March 23rd and it goes to Jason Kevin's experience on March 3rd. Only thing will change would be the logo on the cover art. Everything else will be the same. And actually, the uh, last two or three podcasts I've done with my interviews, that have been the 45 minute uh, interviews. That's going to be the format for the Jason Cabin's experience, except I have to add the HR question. And if you know anyone interested in HR or needs HR for the company or anything like that, you know, reach out to me, let me know. So we can do a product demo for them and tell them what we can do for them on as far as the HR side. So thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. If you have any questions, reach out to me on social media or email me at jasoncabinets at cabinetshr.com. Like I said, I'm, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, or any social media platform. So thank you for your time today. And remember to be great every day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cabinets HR Podcast. Be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok at Cabinets HR. Also check out our weekly live streams at the Cabinets HR Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Periscope, where we focus each week on an HR topic important for small business. These are every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and last around three minutes. To join our weekly HR email newsletter list, send us an email to jasoncabinets at cabinetshr.com. Thank you, and remember to be great every day.